The Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760 presents Wake Up in the Den with Kubale Agbayani. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Beautiful people. It's Wake Up in the Den. Kule Agbayani, Alamia. Happy Aloha Friday. Woo. Woo. Yes, it is Alamia. All the beautiful people missed hearing your voice. And now you have like the, the uh, as I mentioned, the Phoebe Buffet uh, ultra sexy, just getting over the cold voice. It's that nasally yeah. stuck right there in the back. Yeah. You know, otherwise feeling really healthy. It was a rough couple of days, though. Yeah, but, and like we said, people, note to self, here's your PSA, uh, don't golf in the rain. Yeah, note to self, if you have like one of your best friends that you haven't seen in a long time and he wants to go golf and it's raining, just tell him he ain't worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Stay healthy as everything's going on. And it's supposed to, they're supposed to get rained on like certain parts of the state. It's supposed to continue. Hopefully it won't continue in this area this evening because we will be out up the road at Farrington under a tent selling the HHSAA souvenir t-shirts. So if you guys are going to be out at Farrington for the Division 2 semifinal games, come say hi. And yeah, we'll be under the big, beautiful Hawaii Sports Radio Network tent. And I have my Hawaii Sports Radio Network shirt. And of course, my USC hat. Got to represent that too. She's saying, basically she's saying, come meet the one, the only (laughs) Ku'ule Agbayani. Oh, the one and only Paul Brett. Oh yeah, Paul's yeah, gonna be there. Yeah, too. Paul will be there too. So Alan will not. Alan will not be there, and unfortunately, Alan will not even be where he was supposed to be at the country concert. I know. I supposed <laughs> to, you know, Lauren had been really looking forward to seeing Brett Young tonight, and I uh, had been making. Why like, did she just leave you at home? I hadn't been making like I didn't have tickets for her, but I, you know, I got oh. them. And uh, then because I got sick was one thing, and then I unfortunately a parent's worst nightmare is when they give their child the sickness. And uh, my daughter is running a fever. Uh, so Lauren and I don't feel right leaving her just with my in-laws, even though my in-laws are like, yeah, I'll wa- we'll watch her. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. So mm. uh, so we're not going to get to go to see Brett Young tonight. She's a little sad, but she's putting on a strong face. But I can tell she's, she's like, darn like, you. Like I said, how come you don't stay home and then she can go with somebody? Well, she wouldn't have the same amount of fun. I'm like, I'm a lot of fun. Like, that's you what she are a lot of fun at, at country concerts. You guys would actually be pretty surprised, like how decked out in country gear and how like full on Alan dives into the whole country experience. And yeah, like he's- I got everything going. The only thing I'm missing and I'm still waiting for is my buckle. But it's not one of those things you go buy one. You got to earn it. And uh, and because I don't ride in rodeos, I don't have one. So. It is what it is, but I got the boots, I got the hat, I got everything. Oh, or you got to go make a trip out to like Dallas just so you can make sure you buy yeah, a but, buckle from there. But even a kind, even then, like you don't want to buy one, like you want to earn it. But you just said you'll never earn one because you don't ride. Well, that's not true. I'm, 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 I'm making my way in there with no, the okay. Dita Hollyfield All American Rodeo. I think they should, should give out buckles oh. for those that take care of a a certain parking lot oh. at maximum effort. So I'm I'm trying I'm not I'm like like sliding in there a little bit like okay. hey what about me? <laughs> well, hopefully it's never gonna it. happen. I, but I joke around with it. I'm like I think I deserve a belt buckle. Hopefully you get it, and and I'm glad at least speaking of that you are back in studio and you're healthy because as you mentioned or as you mentioned as, as you heard you. as you heard yeah myself mentioned before the show started 
that we've been talking about all week long that Alan and I will call Hawaii High School Soccer for the first time on local radio. And we are excited. That's happening tomorrow for the Division One and Division Two state championship games for the Motivate Foundation HHSAA Girls State Soccer Championships brought to you by Hawaii Sports Radio Network. So... Like I said, we're going to be up the road at Farrington for the Division Two semifinals. Just selling shirts. We're, we're not going to broadcast because originally someone over here said he was going to country. And now I'm no, available. <laughs> well, no, because you got to stay home with yeah. Kenzie. So it's okay. But we will be out there tomorrow. But anyways, tonight in the semifinals for Division Two, you have Pac-5 and Kauai. Yes. Alan. Kawhi High. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine if they move mm-hmm. on to this championship? You gotta be we gotta be non-biased, remember, Alan. So I know <laughs> I'm my mayor, but but we still root for Kawhi. <laughs> and then on the other side you have number two seed, the only seeded team to make it through to the semifinals in Kapa'a and Hawaii Prep, which Hawaii Prep they've won like a bunch of state championships in D two. Yes. So they they tend to win quite often so any of those four teams will be in the championship game tomorrow and then of course division one uh, by the way the division two game would start at five and our broadcast would start at that time as well because it's listed at five but because spectrum will be there it'll start around like 507 will be the actual kickoff um, and then in division one we have Kamehameha Skus Kapalama who is the number one seed they beat Campbell in overtime actually yesterday 1-0 over Campbell oh so close. And then in they'll take on Kamehameha Skus Maui, actually, who beat Moanalua 3-1 yesterday. So that's one Division One semifinal. And in the other semifinal, you have the number two seed in Mililani. They beat Kik- King Kekaulike 4-1 yesterday. And they will be, this is this is what we call the uh, Ku'ule game, <laughs> playing Punaho. Err. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, good old Punahou. Oh, good old Punahou in, in girls' soccer. Uh, Punahou beat the number three seed, Waiakea, 5-2 yesterday. So those are their two Division One semifinals. Those semifinal games will be out at Pearl City High School. So the Midilani game is first at, or Midilani Punahou, excuse me, is first at 5 o'clock, followed by Kamehameha Kapalama and Kamehameha Maui at 7 o'clock. I just want to say, do you know how hard it would be calling a Kamehameha schools Kapalama <laughs> And Kamehameha School's Maui uh, game. Because, like, you'd have to say the whole school name so you know which side. They're like, which Kamehameha? Which KS school? I don't which, know. Or do you go, like, Maui? Kapalama? Because I, I noticed actually Kyle, even when Kyle fills in on the show, he always says KS. So if the, I don't know if I have the right to call it KS, though. I Like, I got to give it respect. Well, as long as you don't call it, you know, they just the shortened Cam. k-a-m yeah yeah they hate <laughs> that's that. a disgrace no you cannot say that so that's like calling um that's like calling s uh usc uh i think it's they they hate being called socal oh yeah hmm. interesting which is funny though because Cal- southern california we go by socal oh we're socal northern california which we call nocal they hate that <laughs> they want to be called norcal well, I would think that because it sounds kind of it's but but there's a like reason why no yeah, exactly because Northern California does not exist to us. <laughs> Scrubs, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. Hey, you can say whatever you want about California. We don't care. <laughs> I, a lot of my it's funny. A lot of my friends are all in Northern California. I'm like the only Southern California. One. I'm like you don't have to say you're joking after that joke because 
but the white people when don't care. When it comes to sports teams, I, I do say scrubs, though. Yeah. Because I'm oh, Southern yeah. California all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, you know, a lot of my friends. No, but. you're right, though. That would be interesting. But yeah, our Kyle Galdera, who is a Kamehameha Kapalama grad, he always says KS. So. So at least it'll if only anything, be one we'll, tomorrow. We'll, get, we'll ask him for his blessing if we're allowed to say KS tomorrow. Or if, or if we just say Kapalama. It's like we got to be gifted that right. But I guess since it's only one Kamehameha school that will be in it, then you can say Kamehameha. Yeah? Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is the only blessing that they are playing each other tonight is there's only one I have to worry about tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Kamehameha Sorry. with the ball. Kamehameha with the ball. Kamehameha. Which I, Kamehameha? I, I thought about our friend Jax again every time. Uh, Kamehameha. You got to run. Oh, run. You got to you gotta run it. What is it? Run and run sing, and sing for graduate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You got to oh. run and sing for graduate. Jax. I will always remember that video. That's, like, that's when you know that's a good viral video is when like it sticks with you forever. And, and you think about it randomly when you just talk about stuff. <laughs> so anyways we like will... St. Louis <laughs> <laughs> so it'll what? be fun I, it would be really interesting though I hope and if it were obviously any OIA school I would have hoped that they'll make it into the championship game and then face Kamehameha because we're gonna have yet another Kamehameha and Punahou championship game but that's just me of course being biased to our public schools but if it's Mindilani, Kamehameha, yes, I promise everyone. I know I'm a professional. It will be non-biased on the broadcast. And it's Kamehameha schools. Like, I love them too because, okay, they waitlisted me, which is why I ended up going to Mindilani, but gave me good money for a shamanad. So I graduated without student debt. Woo! <laughs> oh, there's the real reason. <laughs> which With on the scally. A, which I recommend. Like, By the way, fill out your paperwork and get the scollies. Yeah, shameless plug. You know, anyone with Hawaiian blood in them, even if you're going to a community college, which is no knock on community college, anywhere you choose to go for, if you want to continue your education, go. And if you're any part of Hawaiian, go get the money because it's a grant. You don't have to pay it back, which is the best part. And you just have to maintain, I think it was... And it was really relatively easy. I think it was like almost like a student athlete GPA, like 2.5 and above. And then you have to do, I forget how many hours, but community service at one of their selected places, which usually the place you do community service contributes back to the Native Hawaiian community. So it's like a really good scholarship because, again, it's a, it's a grant. And I don't know how much to stress to to people that the fact to not have to pay back money is like yeah. the best thing ever it's a scholarship it's not a loan yeah that's the main thing it's not a loan yeah so it's easy you just apply and like i said maintain the gpa and then it just varies based on which school you go to how how much money you'll be given like shamanad is a very expensive school so we got a significant amount of money that helped a lot and then with Division two scholarship from soccer. I was able to have like excess money and bought a laptop and everything. Had some extra money to go eat, money for books. Telling you kids, our parents listen. It's like you snuck around the NIL. (laughs) Oh, I would have made more money if there was NIL. But um, yeah, like I don't know how I went on this topic, but I always like to try to like encourage people as we talk about 
I know kids these days are always like, I need to play Division One. Like, nope, if you could go to school for free, get some scholarship at a Division Two school. If you're of Hawaiian descent or even like Native American, I know there's a lot of grants out there for that. All kinds of stuff. Just go look for scholarships. That's free money. And yeah, do your thing, everybody. So anyways, I digress. Again, Alan and I will be there tomorrow. Any of these schools for Division One and Division Two state championship so- girls soccer. And when we come back, we will get you caught up with what's happening other in the other local sports, such as also going on right now is girls um, state basketball tournament, which, oh, the championship game is tonight, actually. It's on the Friday instead. And, of course, University of Hawaii men's and women's basketball. And it's like, but wait, there's more. And the Billabong Pro Pipeline, get you caught up with that with the WSL Championship Tour season underway. All that next on Wake Up in the Den. Hot like fire, cool like water. Happy Aloha Friday. It's Wake Up in the Den. Kule Agbayani, Alan, Mia. Um, so be- before we actually get into our girls basketball stuff, I want to make sure I mention this because it's pretty, pretty cool and awesome. So and shout out to the team at KHON2 Sports, Rob DeMello and Christian Shimabuku. They did this story on the all girls flag football team from Hawaii that is currently playing in the NFL like flag football or NFL Pro Bowl games that's going on in Arizona and actually they won so they the opportunity for arose for the Island Empire is their name when they became the first all-girls team from Hawaii to win the flag football life national championship in Tampa Florida last year and then from there the team won a regional competition to represent the Arizona Cardinals at this or at the current NFL Pro Bowl games in addition to playing yesterday they'll also play today and Saturday as part of the festivities and Island Empire was one of just six teams nationally selected to have the opportunity to play yesterday uh, the hope for Island Empire is to have some of its players compete for the junior US national team as high school flag football is not a sanctioned sport in Hawaii but it is it is in seven different states. I did not know that. And that's pretty cool. Like, I hope that can be something one day. That, Like, that would have been something I signed up for right away to play flag football. As I asked my dad when I was in high school, if I could at least be the kicker for the football team, to which he said no, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> so um, their head coach said... Ed Sarah said they haven't played that long together. Uh, we just put this team together like maybe a year or year and a half ago. And now we're in a league that we're just playing against boys. Uh, he also said small island, small island girls. We represent and do what we can to represent our state. And so they're just going out doing their thing. So I want to give a shout out to the roster. Hayden, Ka'ahanui Sarah, Chloe Cercina, Moeva Kung or Maeva Kung. Jenna Lee, Baliba, Capri, Friel Lacar, Giselle Gorion, Liliana Tiare Tavale, Kelo Hilani Akana, Halai Pakaro, Madison Kaaha Nui Kapu. So, oh, and Miley Fradis. Fradis? Fradis. So, shout out, ladies, and do your thing. They also, so if you want to watch, there's actually a streaming link. 
Um, I got to set my reminder for this. So if you go to NFLflag.com, they will have a list of the the teams. And again, the division they're in is 12U Girls. So if you click on it, it says Friday, today's game, field five, all times are Pacific time. So if you go all the way to the bottom, they are the Hawaii. It's kind of funny because they're called the Hawaii Packers, but they're... <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's 14U or... So they'll be up here, another, the Hawaii Packers on here, Cardinals, 14U, te- taking on Texas Fury, representing the Texans. It's at 510 uh, Hawaii, or Pacific time. So what is that? 3? 3.10 p.m. Yeah. No, oh, we're going to be up the road already. But if you want to go watch or watch other flag football stuff, go on NFLflag.com. And yeah, shout out to the all-girls soccer team. And how do we, how do we start like a, a petition or something to get that uh, as a high school sport, flag football? That's pretty cool. I think we got to talk to our buddy Chris Chun. I think they got to sanction it first on the state level. Oh, so it starts from there. No, because technically, I don't think esports is sanctioned yet completely, right? No, I know they, they, they have. They have, a state, they have a state tournament, so it's sanctioned within mm, the state. I thought Nat was saying something like it's like they have it, but it's not. Almost like it's like right, almost like how we talk about like HPU acrobatics and tumbling. Like it's an NCAA sport, but it's still not completely certified, certified, sanctioned yet. I think it's I think esports uh, might be in that uh, um, that type that of realm? bubble. Yeah, I think I'll talk to Nat. About that. <laughs> but that would be pretty cool. Yeah, we're gonna we'll, we'll be pioneers. We'll bring of that. yeah, we'll bring that up to Nat too. Like, how do we start this girls flag football? in high school because it's sanctioned in seven different states. I feel like it should be sanctioned here in Hawaii. Oh, we would have some hammers. I know. I think who's going to win again. (laughs) They're going to just like take And then we're going to have another Jack's PSA. (laughs) That's okay. That'd be pretty fun. Like why go, why even go sacred hearts? They know more dudes. (laughs) Yeah. At least now it's like, we don't have to like talk about St. Louis all the time when it comes to football. Jack's going to be like, why even go sacred hearts? They know me. They they know more bratas. (laughs) I think you can have also different leagues. I mean, it'd be cool if they started off with like a, um, all girls like football and then maybe open it up to co-ed eventually. But I mean, the boys already have football, so it's just amazing to me, the girls. Like, because there's not that many ILH schools, really, per se. It just amazes me that they're split up, the ILH and the OIA. It should really be one, and then divvy out your your divisions based on records and enrollment size. It'd be so much better. Nah, we don't want them to sit with us. We want inclusion, <laughs> except for when we got to include kidding. the ILH. That's a funny. Oh, that's, a, that's a funny thing, right? About Hawaii, like <laughs> oh. we're all we're all like okay, like OIA. We all we are all like oh, compete against each other, obviously. But then it's like oh, but then it becomes us against the ILH, and then just like on a bigger scale, right? Our islands. Everyone's like repping. Oh, I'm from Maui, Kauai. Everyone's from from Big Island, and then. But we're so we're still so small, and then next thing you know, it's like it's us against the world. <laughs> I think all that's of a what, sudden it became brada brada, which yeah. Arrival. But I think that's what makes it so fun and so special about here is that, yeah, you kind of have everyone's very you know, com- like strongly tied and very passionate about their um, island, their city, their schools, which is why our billboards for our high school sports say, "Hey, what school you at?" Because 
nobody cares what college you went to here. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It matters about what high school you went. And that's what that means. Like, if you answer with your college, people are going to look at you funny. Like, what? no, not, that doesn't matter here. So I think it's always fun to reflect on how special Hawaii is in that sense that it's such a big deal. And, and why I joke, like I said, at the end of the day and how I give Alan a hard time about like, oh, what school's in the finals, Alan? Um, Me, Just because it's fun. But at the end of the day, I mean, I love, especially I love all of our public schools. Yeah. Free education. <laughs> I, I'm a product of a public school except for a few years because I got kicked out of school. But I'm a public school guy. Lauren, my wife, is a, a private school girl. And I'm like, Kenzie, of course, going to be private school. But I'm like, it's so expensive. Yeah. Like, why? Did you know? Sorry, let me just say this one thing because I know I, we'll get back on sports real quick with the girls basketball championships. But I think I said this before about like Taiwan, like their private schools are you pay extra if you need help. So like their public school system is the best it is and then you in private school is paying extra because you can't keep up with regular school and then in japan i learned that teachers in japan are treated like their their status that's the, the word i'm looking for their status is up there with doctors so i'm like that's what it has to be like i don't know why we can't adapt that here like that you, these are these are individuals that are responsible for the future generations that you you know you send them to school for a significant amount hours of the day and trusting that they will teach your children the right things bring them up and you know contribute to society so i'm like yeah that's totally what it should be like just like in japan like and that's why I always tell you guys, I have a special place in my heart for teachers. I think they should be up there with your doctors and lawyers and we should praise them as much as we do all those other and pay them, I'll, please. I'll tell you why. And I'm not complaining because it helps pay my bills. We put more of an emphasis in the United States of America on athletes, celebrities and social stat and like so like, you know social media as well as like influencers we we pride ourselves in those four areas rather than what we should teachers doctors lawyers and our military yeah. but even no but i'm saying even before social media like it's never been where teachers were like you're always like oh you meet someone or or someone is a doctor wow that's so cool you're a doctor oh you're a lawyer wow it's like a teacher is like oh that's cool you know like where they should be held they to should that. be held at the highest esteem yeah. but i'll tell you why it's because our priorities are screwed up but don't get me wrong hey i ain't complaining because it pays my bills <laughs> for sports but and but our priorities here in the united states are backwards compared yeah. to other countries I'm not saying we're wrong, but in certain areas, we're, we're, we're a backwards. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty interesting what I learned. Like I said, I had kind of knew about that with Taiwan and China, but in Japan, they're, yeah, they treat the status as equal to that of doctors. Anyways, I digress. Just wanted to share that little tidbit with you and say our usual appreciation for all of the teachers out there because you have a tough job and we appreciate you. And you are, you will always be, you're not like Alan where sometimes you are or not, but you will always be the beautifulest of all the beautiful people. <laughs> like oh. how I did that jab there. Wow. I haven't seen you in two days. I know. I got to like get it in there. So well, like, you, you know. You snuck that one in. Yeah. I thought we were having a good day here. Boop, yeah. Boop, there, never mind. We're back to normal. <laughs> all right. Getting back, getting back on track to the sports, uh, catching you up with girls basketball, the, the state's going on. 
number one seed Iolani beat number four seed Campbell yesterday, 41-33, led by Mele Sake's 23 points, 13 rebounds, two blocks, and the thing that's always the big deal to me, shot 70% from the free throw line. So she, she hit seven out of 10 free shots. So Iolani moves on. And this is the, they're going for Coach Dean Young and the Raiders are seeking their fourth consecutive title and this is actually the team that they'll meet in the championship game tonight is the number two seed Konowina who beat Kamehameha School's Kapalama yesterday 48-42 led by the Wildcats Braylon Kauhi excuse me with 12 points two rebounds and two steals but the cool thing about this Konowina team is that when you look at the stats seven of their eight players scored for the Wildcats. So it's very even. So when you look at, you know, Braylon's 12 points next to Mele Sake's 23, well, that's because they move the ball around and everyone is scoring, just about everyone for the Wildcats. But can you believe it? Third consecutive time. Again, there wasn't a state championship in 2021, but prior to that, 22 or 2020, and then last this past year and then now this year in 2023 third straight time that Iolani and Konawina will meet in the championship game but Dean Young and the Raiders fourth consecutive title how does that that's crazy <laughs> I know what do you think about it to be that dominant it's kind of like with Kamehameha and girls volleyball remember when and Kona how dominant Wa- they were remember when Konawina had um well they had the Lee- sisters they had, Le- they had Leah uh, Galdera, who went to uh, Washington State, they had the had Danielle Awa, uh, Coach Awa's daughters, mm. and um, they were dominant and nationally ranked for for a good run as well in Konawana. And Konawana actually beat my alma mater uh, this this year in the um, Hawaii Baptist Academy uh, tournament over the holidays. So uh, my alma mater, North Torrance High School, came out here. Uh, got to see one of my best friends' uh, uh, nieces play. Uh, her senior year here, and uh, yeah, Konawana beat them, and and my alma mater is really good at girls basketball too on the mainland in California. I think last year they went to the CIF championship game, uh, which is our, our state tournament there, and uh, yeah, Konawana handled them pretty good. Yeah. They are like really good though. Konawana is on a different level, like the way they play. Well, and the crazy and they thing don't is- stop. I mean, they got a seventy-five to nothing win over uh, Alakehe. Was it the way? When did they win? They won. So right before Iolani won, like, what is that? Their third title? Like, how long ago? Like, Konawana won, right? And I swear, like, every time they play, though, they have, like, barely any players. Like, I think one year they had, like, six. Like, this year they only have eight. But they're just so, like, work so well together. And they can last the entire game with just, like, a very small roster and only having, like, like the least amount of active players that you can have. So it'll be a good one if you guys go out there tonight. Anyways, when we come back, get you the boys basketball bracket, division one bracket anyways, that was released yesterday. So we'll tell you about that next on Wake Up in the Den. You're listening to Wake Up in the Den with Kuule Agbayani on the all-new Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. What we're about to say. 
Welcome back to all of you, the beautifulest of all the beautiful people. Let's wake up in the den. Kule Agbayani and stepping out already was Alan. So AC's in here. So <laughs> Good morning. I guess Alan wanted to not hear that he was one of the beautifulest of all the beautiful people. Instead, He's not as AC. beautiful as me. Yeah, exactly. So AC's in here <laughs> just for a short time as Alan had to step out. But we were talking about Hawaii High School basketball. I Sorry, I forgot. We were talking about Division One girls, and now I forgot to said would tell you about the division or the boys basketball bracket. But need to backtrack a little bit and make sure I get you guys updated with the Division Two girls basketball um, state tournament. So they are so in the semifinals. So the the Division One championship game is tonight at the Simplify Arena at Stan Sheriff Center. However, the Division Two championship games are actually being played out on the Big Island in Hilo. So the semifinals for Division. Division 2 is tonight and their championship game will be tomorrow but once again th- that's in Hilo. So one semifinal is number 1 seed HBA and number 4 Kapa'a and then they are facing number 2 seed Kamehameha Hawaii and Hanalani. So those two semifinal games happening t- today 5 and 7 o'clock p.m. at the Hilo Civic Center. As I still need to make it back to Hilo. I miss Hilo. Um hello to all my Hilo fam that listens and the boys' basketball bracket was released yesterday. I do not have Division Two yet, but if you want to go to OC16 Sports on their Instagram, they have the Division One bracket. So the first round buys are number one seed St. Louis, number two seed Campbell, number three seed Kamehameha Schools Maui, and number four seed Kamehameha Schools Hawaii. And in the first round, you have Lahaina Luna versus Kailua, Mililani versus Moanalua, Konawana and Kahuku and Marino versus Lelehua. So all of that, the boys basketball state championships are happening next week, along with the boys soccer state championship games are also happening next week as well. All right, moving on and switching gears just really quick. I wanted to make a note before we get into some of our University of Hawaii basketball discussion. I just wanted to get everyone caught up with the Billabong Pro Pipeline that's going on right well. It started already, but it is not going on today. It is on standby currently, but it did start a couple of days ago. So they, a lot of our Hawaii surfers, especially the men, made it to the what they call the bracket stage. So we have the rookie from Maui, Ian Gentil, and Seth Moniz and Baron Mamiya, which is unfortunate because they're actually facing each other, uh, Ezekiel Lau and John John Florence. So those are our Hawaii men that made it into the bracket stage. And then for the women, you have Carissa Moore. And she made it past the first round. So she's in the quarterfinals. And unfortunately, the defending Billabong Pro Pipeline champ the inaugural year that women were uh, able to participate in it last year Moana Jones Wong she got knocked out in the first round by Lakey Peterson so she is done but in the other quarterfinals you have two Hawaii ladies going up against each other in Gabriella Bryan and Betty Lou Sakura Johnson so that is it is called off for now and next call will be tomorrow morning at 7:45 so you can watch it on YouTube and I think Spectrum has the surfing channel. If you have Spectrum, they have the WSL stuff too. So either on YouTube or on Spectrum, you guys can watch it. And um, actually, I don't think I've ever really explained too much about this year's tournament. So this is the second year of the revamped tournament. Um, 
I guess, qualifying and whatnot. So there's 10 regular season events in seven countries, 36 men and 18 women, women fields. And that actually gets reduced to 24 men and 12 women fields in the mid-season cut after stop number five. And it's capped off by the Rip Curl WSL finals, which is the top five of each. And this season is a little more unique as well because it will be the top qualification route for the Paris 2024 Olympic Games, which how do we get the radio show to broadcast in Chopo (laughs) next year? That'd be pretty cool. Actually, my family and I actually talked about like going to the Olympic Games just to go to Tahiti to watch surfing. I never really wanted to go to the Olympics, but I might have to go just to go for surfing. That's going to be pretty cool. (laughs) It is the summer, so it, it is, is it is the oh. it is the slow season for the station. So I mean it's not like far fetched to be able to take a week off to go out to Tahiti and watch the Olympics and if all my family goes as well. But um so as I mentioned, it's the redesigned WSL tour and the competition's framework, which features the fully combined men's and women's schedules and As I just mentioned, it's a big deal because women were able to compete as they are this year, but for the first time last year at Pipeline and the prize pool, the money is the same between men and women. So again, shout out to the WSL for really making this happen for the women and Hawaii's Moana Jones-Wong had one that inaugural Billabong Pro Pipeline for all the women. But unfortunately, like I said, she got knocked out this year. So we'll keep you posted next week or you can go on worldsurfleague.com and keep up with everything as well that's a lot i know it actually is really interesting so i i just felt like i needed to kind of explain for all of maybe our new listeners that isn't that aren't familiar with how the world surf league works especially with the revamped um like i said the competition framework as it was just redone last year last year was the first season but i think that's the cool thing about the this year is that the qualification process like has to deal with Paris. But the interesting thing though, is that because so in regular in world surf league, obviously, and in surfing competitions, Hawaii surfers represent Hawaii. Like they, they have the flag next to their name on, on the streams or on TV, but in the Olympics, I know it was kind of a big deal last year. It's only the, it's we're technically representing the United States as we are part of the United States. So, but I know it was kind of a big deal in the surfing world where um, our surfers like Carissa Moore, who won, is, has the United States flags because it's not something we're used to seeing in the surfing realm. It's always the United, the USA flag, and then you have the Hawaii flag and the Hawaii surfers. But anyways, I bring that up because in terms of this being able to qualify, I believe it's only two surfers from each country that are allowed to qualify via the this uh, championship tour series. So that's kind of important. And there, don't worry, there's other ways that you, you can qualify. The remaining spots are determined by other surfing competitions around the world. But in terms of just WSL and this, it's only two surfers from each country, men and women. So we have a lot of good surfers. <laughs> like that's gonna be hard and of and like i said it's it, it's it would be different if you're like all right we have our hawaii surfers and then you have the usa surfers but now you have to combine all of that surfers it's funny because the season just started for the wsl and normally you see in the rankings like hawaii's up there at the top like usually john john florence for the guys is way up there you know chris Moore's always won but 
I was looking at just like the rankings, always forgetting that this is the first one of the year. So there's oh, yeah. no points accumulated yeah. yet. And like the nearest, the near JJ is like t- ranked 12th because everyone's at zero points. And then Chris is like number two. And I'm thinking like, oh, something's not right here. And then I look, I'm like, oh yeah, season has, it's technically <laughs> just started right now. So nobody no points. points. Yeah. Nobody yeah. has points accumulated. So that's why we don't see yeah. JJ up there. And of course, other of our Hawaii, uh, um surfers at the top which they normally are of course and even the one that really got me too was seeing like gabriel uh, mendina all the way down at 13 also for the men who's a brazilian surfer who's usually in the top like 10 as well <laughs> i was like what's going on here and then i look i'm like oh yeah wait yeah, season- Alan, it just started like, the two pipeline, days ago pipeline just started two days ago and it's not done yet it's still going and i'm glad you actually brought that up because yes that's one thing i forgot to mention for everyone that doesn't know how it works so the the 10 events you basically are allotted points based on how high you finish um and then it accumulates towards like i said to the mid-season so they do the mid-season cuts so the bottom half gets cut and then they do the rest of the events capped off by the final so it's all point accumulation and how well you do in these surfing competitions as every time I talk about surfing, I'm just like, I need to get out of the water. Remind me, because you're you're a surf you're you're a surfer fan, a surfing fan more than than I am. Uh, what used to be the Vance Triple Crown of surfing that wasn't that pipeline, Holly Eva and um and uh, Sunset or uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. But but there's no more, right? It's pipeline, Sunset, and there there is no more Triple Crown, right? Because this WSL yeah, kind of took to over. Like the- pipe masters and yeah. everything but huh. oh, i just want to get in the water every time i talk about surfing and i know if my dad's listening he's like telling the radio right now like yeah girl get in the water go back to surfing <laughs> he just wants a, he just wants a partner to go with no he just wants me to get back in the water and and obviously get a tan <laughs> well, i'm kind of embarrassed that you're white <laughs> He's like, but he's always like, yeah, you gotta go get a tan. And oh, it is. It, it's Holly Eva Sunset Pipeline. Yeah. I was, I was right. But they it, still have it. I was gonna say, I was like, I'm pretty sure they do, but I didn't want to say either or that they don't or they do. It's but, just not part of the WSL. Yeah, it's not like a big, long term season like the WSL is. Because I mean, that's like saying because they have like surfing competitions even outside of the WSL because I mean these surfers have to compete you only have 10 events within the WSL season so they're all making their money and competing elsewhere I hope I hope just like I'm slowly making Alan a fan of surfing I hope that's all of you beautiful people now people are gonna keep up and watch surfing Woohoo! I mean we I, are no, I, I love it I just I don't have I don't have the the cojones the to do it. I, I, I bodyboard, I splunge, uh, but not when it's you huge. Sponger. I, I, no, yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a very good swimmer. I I will admit, but I have a big fear of drowning, so I don't I don't really test my myself in the ocean that much as I used to when I was younger. The older I get, especially now, I just I don't know. Like even though I'm a good swimmer and I have no fear of it, like I I do when it comes to the, like waves and stuff I, I do have a fear of drowning oh it's mother nature that's yeah, why like, like i'll never watch... beat mother nature that mother nature that's why i just i don't know like and father time and mother nature they will beat you every time <laughs> that's my me in general that i'm because af- i'm like afraid of the ocean like the deep ocean which is very i know it's weird i'm from hawaii i do love to surf and i love or i did love to surf i used to go all the time i love going to the beach um but I've always been afraid of like the deep ocean. Like if you go out on like a catamaran and people want to jump off the boat and go swimming. Nope. 
nope, nope, nope. I get really, really scared just because it's like if I can't see and everything in the ocean is faster than I am and it's more of like a sense of control thing. So I totally get it because I've always been that way. And yeah, the older I get, the more you think about all of the bad things that could go wrong. Right. Because you're young, the, you're your, like, your fear I'm factor is gone. Free. Yeah. yeah. No, like, like, seriously, the older I get, the fear factor is way gone now. Like. <laughs> Like everything, uh, I'm scared every now because everything I do now has a, a repercussion and an implication on Kenzie's life. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm very cautious more than I used to be. I used to like have no fear and I'd run through walls. Now I'm like, ooh, that wall might hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that wall might punch back this time. <laughs> oh, it's not that scary. Anyways, when we go back, we will close out the show with University of Hawaii men's and women's basketball as unfortunately both teams Ah, falling to UC Davis yesterday. I'll let you know what happened next on Wake Up in the Den. Mike was supposed to be on for that. <laughs> Actually, it might have been. I don't know. I might have mistimed that one. Yeah. Happy Aloha Friday. It's Wake Up in the Den on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM, AM 760. Kule and Alamia. Before we get into our University of Hawaii Manoa, technically, uh, basketball talk, I want to kind of send a shout out to the University of Hawaii Hilo baseball team. They actually opened the season like pretty well. They beat number 15 ranked Augustana Vikings. So they open up the season beating them in uh, on Wednesday 4-0 and then beating them again last night 4-3 at Francis Wong Stadium in Hilo. And they play them another few times. So, But shout out to the Vikings. What a way to start the season, beating a ranked team. That's always good in baseball. I'm so. telling you, UH Hilo is good. And, and they're coached well and they're scrappy and, and their team top to bottom is re- well-rounded. Uh, they're not top heavy. They're not one 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 way or the other. It's they're a well-rounded team that that battles you every day and every day, uh, every day, day in and day out. And whether it's small ball, long ball, or just just dominant pitching and defensive um, capabilities, they're strong in every aspect. So UH Hilo is a formidable foe this year, and and look to the, look to them to to really give HPU some fits. And I think HPU is going to be pretty damn good this year too. So we're excited. We start HPU baseball actually starts next week for us here on the station. And we'll have softball coming up and a little bit more men's and women's basketball as well. So I believe that we do have that on the schedule too, with both baseball and softball games when they play UH Hilo over here. Maybe we can take a trip there too as well. We'll see. Yeah. Do one on the road. Yeah. I've never been Hilo, so boss man, make it happen. It is on my bucket list. I've never been Hilo. I don't know if my allergies will like me, but let's let's do it. Actually it might be better for you because the air's cleaner there than it is here. Oh this is true story. So man the fog is killing me, the allergies and then on top of this cold. Might be a little um uh environment shock because you'll go to Hilo and be like where's all the buildings because <laughs> everything all the buildings are like so small you're like hmm <laughs> no nothing's that tall they still have like the codes and everything but oh, I love it I, I might actually go back the soon as I can think is actually my cousin Brandy that's why she was getting an award and we were all all of our family were texting yesterday and seeing if we were going to go up in March for like her special um, dinner thing out on that side since I have like a bunch of family there so I'm always down to go to Hilo and yeah maybe or 
wink, wink, if anybody wants to sponsor us to go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, since we're pressed for time, want to make a quick note about the University of Hawaii Manoa games that happened yesterday for men's and women's basketball. Unfortunately, both falling to UC Davis. The men were are away and they fell 75-63. <sighs> so this is actually the start of the second half of the season for everyone. So they're doing the wraparound. They they're play this is when they play everyone that they've already played. So Jovan McClanahan did his thing and led with 17 points, two steals, two assists. Uh, Kamaka Hepa added 12 points, five rebounds, and two steals. The Aggies, though, were led by their junior guard, Elijah Pepper, with 29 points. Wow. Yeah. Making up, though, for his seven turnovers. So, you know how I always have to make note of turnovers when it comes to, like, these basketball games. But he made up for it by scoring 29, so it kind of balanced out. Ty Johnson added another 22 points. And... It's significant because, I mean, Hawaii had beat UC Davis 74-66 to, back in December to open the Big West Conference season. And now, like I said, this is when they start playing everyone again. So either like other teams can get redemption or Hawaii can prove that they're on top. But up next is Cal Poly on Saturday, and they had beat the Mustangs their first meeting 57-48. And right now, Hawaii is actually still fourth in the Big West Conference standings in front of as it is listed here in front of UC Davis and Cal Poly is all the way at the bottom with CSUN so in other words we better not lose on Saturday Cal Poly has one win (laughs) so we better not lose jeez don't no, I just I I I think they're gonna go through their ups and downs what what matters is get the losses out of the way right now continue to grow especially on the road um, continue to get better, and then that way come tournament, that's where you're going to make your mark. Look, this is a one-bid league, so it's got to be tournament or nothing. So I, I'm okay. Get As long as you're sitting about third or fourth right now and then make a run in the, in the, in the conference tournament, you're okay. You're right. you got to handle business, though, against the, the bottom of the league, your Cal Polys, your CSUNs. Um, you, yeah. you know, you Cal expect- Poly's only win is to CSUN. Yeah. <laughs> Who's at the bottom, too. So with, that's with- what I'm saying. They better win on Saturday. So... But, you know, I, I just, again, I, I think conference schedule has, a non-conference schedule has a lot to do with this when you get into the, the Big West Conference. Say what you want about the conference. It is a physical, athletic league. Um, and, and, and sometimes I just think if, if your non-conference schedule isn't geared for it, uh, I don't think you're really prepared yet for what you face in conference, even though it's teams you should be beating day in, day out. Yeah, but at the same time, and when we talk about how the women load up on their non-conference schedule and they lost to UC Davis 57-47, and actually one of their toughest offensive games of the season, shooting 25%. Their third game this season of hitting below 30%. The last time they did that, though, was against Stanford, who is obviously a legit team with my favorite girl, Haley Jones, (laughs) being projected as one of the top uh, in the NFL, NFL, WNBA draft after this season, but... Yeah, so it's it's loading up, but also I do need to make note. I know that they they have suffered a lot of injuries to this team. So Joe, we didn't mention it earlier in the week, but Coach Beeman came out. I think it was like on Tuesday. Jovi Lefotu and Jackie David are out for the rest of the season with lower leg injuries, and you know a few weeks ago Olivia Davies was also ruled out for the season. So they are these are significant injuries. I mean Jovi would come off the bench, Jackie David was just a force to reckon with in the paint and Olivia Davies was always a solid player. So it is I it is a huge loss and why it could explain their their tough time right now kind of figuring out how to think, get back on track 
after those significant losses. But I I have confidence still in Coach Beeman and this team to 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 figure it out with these significant a, losses to the, the roster. Right. I think it's a couple things for the women's basketball team. Uh, I think the injuries are the biggest thing, but also you, you compound that with the fact that there's a lot of new faces in this team and they were just starting to, it seemed like they were just starting yeah. to gel. And, and you're like, this, this is the team we kind of expected. And they were starting to kind of click. It wasn't pretty at, at, by all means, but they were starting to click. You kind of felt this, the tide starting to turn in our favor. And then all of a sudden you start to get decimated by the injury bug. And unfortunately, you're missing some three uh, pivotal players for the rest of the season. It's going to be a tough hill to climb, but like you said, I, we have faith in, in Coach Beeman. Um, she's set her mark, and she's proven she can do it, um, that they'll be all right in the end, but it, it's just a lot tougher now with those three injuries. Yeah, and they do have a game against Cal Poly this Saturday, 7 p.m. at the Simplify Arena at Stan Sheriff Center. They, too, beat the Mustangs in their first meeting, but only by three points, 50-47. Hawaii is right now one. Two, Six in the Big West Conference, and Cal Poly is two spots behind them. So um, go out, support the Rainbow Wahine basketball team, and we'll yeah, definitely follow this. But both teams better win on Saturday, especially the men's team, because come on, you're playing a team that's all at the bottom. They, knock on wood, did not suffer any other significant injuries except for Juan Munoz in the beginning of the season. But yes. No jinx. <laughs> All right. Again, don't forget tomorrow, Alan, Mia, and I will be out at the YPO Peninsula Soccer Stadium to bring you HHSAA Girls Soccer Championship action. Division one and Division two broadcast begins at five. Other than that, I hope you guys have a fabulous weekend. And yeah, we'll talk to you on Monday. And be sure to follow us on social media for more of the updates. For Alan, Mia, I'm Ku'ule Agbayani. Mahalo for listening. It's been Wake Up in the Den. Bye. Home of the Dallas Cowboys, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu, is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760.